Hello, welcome once again to the last after Mooch Casting. You heard that right? I didn't say podcasting, or I didn't mean to say podcasting. I meant to say Mooch Casting. I'm um, here today with a very special guest. It's not Dave this time. It's the other half of Mooch TV. It's Chris Cassidy. <laughs> well, hello. Thank hello. you very much for having me on your show. It's all right, mate. Silence. It's always golden, they say. Silence, golden. Silence. There's golden then, our hills. I know. So, but no. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Yes, as Coxie has introduced me, I am the other half. Other hover. The hover. The other. The hover. I just hover above the other half of Mooch TV. Very proud to say that as well. Good lad. Thank you. So, um, how are you, Chris? Uh, I'm I'm pretty good actually, mate. I'm cream crackered because I've been doing a lot of work, and then I was doing my radio show this morning, and I'm just doing some mooch filming with yourself and David. Yeah. Um, yeah. Top secret projects. Top secret projects that will be <laughs> online, so you'll get to see the reveal, the truth. But I can't go into anything right now. Cool. So last time I did a mooch cast, it was obviously myself and Dave covering a wide variety of topics, including his early start, his first film, cinema memories, things like that. And today we're going to cover the same with Chris, and hopefully get some gold in them Dower Hills. Keep it fresh. <laughs> Little gems, let's say. Well, let's dig deep, shall we? Let's look at the map of treasure and follow the path <laughs> to the golden goose. Or oh, the golden eggs, weren't it? The goose that did golden eggs. Yeah. So I'm not thinking golden nuggets. It's the cereal. <laughs> golden nugget cereal. Oh, not those in ages. <laughs> Little chap on there. Little white beard. Yeah. It's probably, I'm actually going to look like him. I think that's what I'm going to be like. I think that's what I'm going to aim for in a few years. The golden nugget. Yeah, some dungarees and like a red, oh, red shirt. Definitely. <laughs> eBay shopping. Anyone know can send me any links for dungarees? <laughs> some red t shirts. Your so. donkey as well. A don- oh, come on now. Oh, no. Oh, that's it. Promotional. I'm, I'm for- even, well, I was going to say. You can get the gold from them Dar Hills. Well, no, that's it, but then I could just go on Blackpool Beach, can't I, and ride the donkey? That'd be amazing. That'd be a great little pull-in. Right, done. Mooching on a donkey. Mooching on a donkey <laughs> is the golden nugget kid. Oh, man. Be one of the two, wouldn't it? Right, <laughs> blue dung greens. What about shoes? What should I wear? It's like... Stilton? Yeah, still. You don't want to drop a nugget on your foot? No, you don't. Not these days. No. But then again, with the price of gold and everything. Yeah, true. It's true. Would I? So, um... Answer the questions and I shall reveal. Yeah. Um, well, first off, we'll go with your start. So, your first film memory. What got you started? What got you? What was your inspiration to think right? I want to do film and film and acting. And well, if a lot of people who know me and uh, people who know who my idol is, it has to be Jim Carrey. Um, honestly. Really, I think about before I saw Ace Ventura, I really didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um, I was quite shy, really. 
even if surprisingly, because I'm a big gobble git now, but <laughs> I used to be really quite shy. And uh, But I did, like, enjoy performing and everything. Um, and then I remember my grandpa, uh, just by that, I'd say, because he was always, well, I was always watching comedies with him, and we were listening to the Goonie shows. So I was always interested of, like, hearing, like, you know, as it wasn't called then, banner, but, you know, yeah. just more, it was a lot more fun. Um, and I remember seeing Spaceballs oh. for the first time, and um, that that was just, like, so funny. But it, it was more, like, fond memories of just, like, um, spending time, obviously, with my grandpa and everything. And I remember, because they had Sky Movies mm-hmm. and like that on uh, NTL. Ooh, I remember NTL. Yeah, which, actually, I'm lying to you, Coxie, it was Diamond Cable before NTL. I think I joined with NTL. We had yeah. Sky and NTL, but we, had, we used to get the free Sky movies for a, a weekend. Yeah. So I recorded Mortal Kombat, and then you couldn't watch it after that weekend. <laughs> it was really annoying. Yeah, we had a box in each of the rooms sort of thing, but before we got that, before we got uh, Diamond Cable, and my mom and grandpa had it, and um, it was just by chance. They they recorded one film, and because uh, it was on VHS. Mm. And they, they got themselves a long tape, so they could long play tape, yeah. so they could get a, quite a bit more on. And um, they left it running, and then they recorded uh, another show. And I remember, because I always remember that, just before it was like this weird McDonald's advert, where it was like this gold money bag landing on this old woman yeah. sort of thing. And uh, <laughs> I I, so that caught my eye, the advert. And then it was just coming on, and it was like, now for, um, you know, like, views like that. East Ventura and Pet, uh, Pet Detective. I was yeah. like, and they said my nature caused them. But East Ventura <laughs> Pet Detective, and I was like, okay. And then, I don't know, I just don't know what happened to something at the end. I was just, like, locked, just absolutely locked in this film. And I was like, this is amazing. And then I watched it again. This is probably the first film, apart from Star Wars, that I've watched again. And then again. And then again. And then I just started mimicking because it's before, like, like starting secondary school and everything. I started mimicking yeah. all like the lines and everything. It was just, and people were just, oh, that's great. I'll do that. I'll do this impression. And then that's when I kind of got like a confidence bit of like being able to kind of hold my own sort of thing. Yeah. And then just that was you it. Find your niche. Yeah, I was just finding my niche really, yeah. and I was like. You know, and then I, I, I felt like I couldn't. So it started from branching out from there. So then, um, watching like TV programs like Harry Enfield, I'd watch it once. I'd go into school, and everyone would be like, "Go on, what was yeah. that bit?" They'd like, <laughs> I, like I was doing the review of it, <laughs> so I could do it in school and like classes and everything. And um, um, so the more and there, and I remember as well, I, I got completely so there because I, I remember English and I wanted to do drama in my last two years at school and uh, the English teacher she was like she's like well no I don't know really because there would be like there's only a certain amount of places that yeah. you can go on because everyone was like oh I choose drama stuff I thought it was easy but I really wanted to do it so she was like um, well if you want to do it you've really got to prove yourself so they were, were all set people who applied were all set a, a challenge where you'd have to come up with a character mm-hmm. and write this this story and then perform it so obviously, you know, show you what there. Um, so I'd really took it seriously because, like, at school I enjoyed school, but I didn't love it. To yeah, be honest, was, you know what I mean? It was, I was the opposite. I hated school. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, lo- I like playing sports because I was doing like running and football and everything. So the sports side of it was great. Maths was a joke. I had um, 
uh, a teacher who just didn't control the classroom and his little that catch- sounds really familiar it, yeah <laughs> it just couldn't just in a different time period yeah just could not control the the class and I was like right okay and every time I just still remember just like get out his road and that would be his answer for everything you know there'd be a fight kicking off in the class get out his road like that I can't, I, I can't do this mathematical question get out his road it's like right okay <laughs> literally they just didn't care people started just sitting in the class going you're not in my class well I'm going to sit in it and they did it was a, it was quite a a, um, a a school of like you know what I mean a rough school yeah in a way but I don't want to be all like coming across with you it was a rough school because I'm not like that do you know what I mean yeah. it was just but it was quite entertaining but it was kind of like you wanted to learn but they wouldn't let you like the people at the back so I kind of was just like well I just had my escape of just entertainment mm-hmm. um, so I really wanted to do the drama and I was like right because all the other classes were shit um, and so I was like right okay and shit so I remember I did this second hand car salesman and um I did, and I literally just spent time just there, and I was just like, right. And in all honesty, I, because a lot of people know me as well, um, I'm an improv. I, I'm more confident doing improv yeah. than actually like script work. Mm. I will do script work. I will do it. Yeah. But I prefer confidently just to someone say, "There you go, go for it." Yeah. So I had the basis of what I wanted to say, but I got really nervous because it was in front of my whole class. So I started like. I was like, shit, I'm trying to remember this bit and then remember that bit and then remember that bit. And then I was like, oh, God, right. So then I just went I for it. You try and remember it, though, that's where you sort of stumble. Well, it is, yeah. Sort of on the, on the, the fly, you can think of something else. You're like, that sort of fits, seems like it fits better with that. So if I get rid of that bit and bring this bit in. I'm doing hand motions here as well, people. Yeah, it's, the it's, lovely hand motions. <laughs> it's like if you look at my notes here from some of the... Sorry, that's just a tool, a line, maybe, or one word. Yeah. That I've just made to go with something and just talk about it. Well, that's it. I mean, that's how, that's how it always starts in, like, everything else. And, like, with comedy as well, you know, like, some writing, you know, you can hear a verse or a line from a piece of dialogue and you could just be like, right, okay, I can make a whole series part of that. Yeah. So I had the basis of it, so I just went for it. And I was just, like, just, they say as well, there's a moment where if it clicks and you get the laughter you get that bug yeah. like laughter is like a drug right. seeing people laughing and just having that reaction it's just like wow this is powerful this is amazing and all I did was I, I just kind of was in being like being myself and I was doing voices and I started bringing my teacher in like taking the mick a little bit she was laughing and this is not this is not just an oh you know I literally was they're doing and the teacher from the next room because it was like paper thin walls in the 80s and 90s like literally just went what's going off and they're like oh there and they said oh we can hear everyone laughing like that and then they came and he said I'm bringing the class so I had to finish it in front of them so I had a massive audience of people and that was it she went the end yeah she went you've got um, you got into the drama and I tell you what that that saved me because I had uh, an amazing uh, drama teacher Mrs Redgate never forget her name Never forget her. She was outstanding and she was really supportive. And it was great because parents' evening, like, they'll be like, oh, you know, he's a, he enjoys making the class laugh sort of thing. And when his work is good and when he works, he's good. And sometimes he can, you know, be a little off course sort of thing. So, and then drama be like that. Just amazing. Just great. I'm very happy with him. Uh, on their mum, like, oh, God, your son shines like her ass, doesn't it? I'm like, well, <laughs> that's good, though, isn't it? You know, so I don't... It that was like me in English in year 10. I yeah. used to take the mic out of teacher all the time. Yeah. 
But then she did it back to me in my yearbook. She wrote, she wrote back. Like, everyone gets NP. Friend of bomb a car. I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> can't do it. It's like nowadays you get sent down for like terrorism or whatever. Oh, exactly. But, yeah. but then she wrote in my book. She had yearbook. We all like writing stuff in it. And she like just wrote in mine. She thought for a second. Just wrote in. I'll go to it. She went, you still don't scare me. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. I was like, what? Uh, I had a right go from the class. It was like, yeah. So she just laughed it off. So. Oh, but it, <laughs> it is. But it's good. But that's it. That's just how it was for me. Um, and then when I was doing drama, I, I couldn't do a thing wrong. I couldn't do a thing wrong. I mean, I'll uh, I'll admit this now. I skived the class because we were like we couldn't be asked to do it, and I forgot I had my audition for a school play. Ooh. I know, and I was that passionate. I'd risked getting in trouble and went back for like the the audition after school. I didn't get caught. I did well. Mm. I blagged it, but doctor's appointment. Yeah, no, I just, I just, you know, it is. You know, we all cut class sort of thing for a bit of a because uh, it was sunshiny, and then I completely remember. Oh my god! And I didn't want to miss it, and I got offered a part there and then because I remember the play was called Joseph. And- no, was it Joseph Andrews or something like that? Yeah, and I played like the horny nephew sort of thing. I know it's crazy, isn't it? Uh, but was I was this a teen comedy. I, I don't know. I don't know. I was like 15 years old, but the girl I had to play alongside, she was a, she was a fan favorite. So that was it. I was like, this is great because then like you got because you go into like the cast parties and everything, and and like so they're all like in a bit of awe of you, and I was loving it. And the play went really well, and uh, it's like the first time I had to wear tights. Now I, I've put a bit of weight on, which is good, but I was like very skinny legs and like yeah. tights I looked a fucking twat <laughs> really did but I had to have makeup on a wig and everything but it was good and that was the one um, night as well where I was I had uh, I just like I said I built my confidence and there was a night where someone stumbled on the lines and he was just looked to me he just froze and I just again I just ad-libbed yeah. just some lines for it and um, it was like <laughs> like that I'm like come on come on uh, so what, what's going to happen to them are they going to be hung or what because it was a judge yeah and uh, he kind of got it through it there and I came off stage and they were just like oh well done well done <laughs> and I, I wasn't doing it like oh there I was just just enjoying it like enfrauding it and it was always just something then after that I was like right this is what I want to do I want to do acting I want to entertain um, and you're funny enough you're saying about the yearbook and everything they wrote in my yearbook as well like saying I was called the blonde bombshell he focuses Jim Carrey <laughs> because I do Jim Carrey every day I'd always be on there my favourite bit as well to entertain my mum every time she was trying to bollock me I'd get out of it I'd just do the scene in the mask when he's accepting the award hold oh, me close yeah. Yeti it's getting dark <laughs> <laughs> tell you Lee Ellie come known this Christmas tell Scotty I do give a damn <laughs> But I used to do it like that, and then I get my sister like that. Mum be like, "Right, okay, well, this time I'll let you off." She did tell me off sometimes, but it it was good. <laughs> Jim Carrey will save you now. Jim Carrey has <laughs> saved you now. So Jim Carrey, thank you very much for saving me from getting grounded many times. You're an absolute legend. But funny enough, actually rekindling because it's some years locked in away in this treasure chest is an exclusive for That's you. Cerebro. It really Opening is. Openingmemories dot <laughs> com. My first taste of the movies, before I even, I've been doing parts of movies and everything, the first taste is when I went to, I was eight, and we went to Orlando, Florida. And um, there's always a way as well, like, always get chatting with people. Yeah. Always, just if you go on there. And um, me and my sister were just at the front of the queue, 
and they were like, um, it was for the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids experience. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, and they were like... Um, Oh my god! And they were like, "Oh my, do you like?" And I was like, "And I was like, yeah, yeah, I've got, it, I've got, I've got it on tape. I love it. I watch it all the time." She went, "Really?" I'm like, and I'm like, "Next, and I'll really do that." And she was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yeah, I love it, I love it." And she was like, "Okay, you two, come to the with me." I was like, oh, "Okay, what have we done here?" <laughs> and you know the the B scene. Yeah, we got to recreate that, mm-hmm. so we actually right. got on the actual B, cool. and then they're playing in the background, and I we've got I've got it on video. And uh, and it's great, and they're like so on the beat. Careful, careful, Dave might reference this in a flashback episode. So. <laughs> and the uh, <laughs> but they had the background of the film. But the thing about it is, I had my sister with me, and they're like, "Save your sister." I'm like, "I don't give a shit. I'm having a great time." <laughs> they're like, oh, her, I'm riding the bee. I'm riding the bloody bee." And they're like, "Hold on to your sister." I'm like, "Don't give a shit, mate. I'm having a great time." I'm eight years old. Care about it, but it was ah, oh, it was amazing, and it was just. It was just all things like that, like, it builds up and builds up and, you know, like saying, it is difficult, like saying, I had a bit of a, a, a bit of a, a tough upbringing sort of thing, so it was just like a way of like, kind of sink or swim in my eyes and everybody has difficulties and things and I'm like, you know what, that's all you can do really, so I have to be thankful for some of those things and it is how if that hadn't panned out that way, where would it have gone sort of thing, so... So what made you want to get into film rather than like theatre? Well, that's a weird thing. I um, I I did after I left school. I did theatre. I did. Um, do you remember the ITV program Outside Edge? Timothy's familiar. Timothy Spawn, but a cricket club sort of thing. I can remember the name. I couldn't remember the show. Yeah, it was one of the, one of those, and I did a I, I did a play on that one. Um, <laughs> And it was, I have to say, um, I felt really good because, like, when I like saying, when I put my mind to something, I, I will really, and I really wanted this part. So I got the part. I remember, and the director was just some alky. It was great, but it was really good. It was one of those. It was just like, and it's like, right, okay, darlings, you can go on the stage like that. And he goes, I want to see cricket, but I want you to simulate the cricket. So we were like, just doing that with the bat sort of thing. It's because give me more, darling. I want more action with the bat. So I'm like, I'm not holding the bat, but I'll give it an angle go. So then I started like mimicking the bowling, doing like the really ridiculous bowling. He was like, that is, that that's, yes, I like that. I like how you come on stage, you bowl, you stand, you look, you smile, and off you go. And I was like, ah, wow. But I... I, I <laughs> See, if it was me, I'd have just walked off and go, what are you doing? Well, I've been rained off. <laughs> there you go. You see outside the box. <laughs> It would have loved you. It probably adopted you. <laughs> I was just like, but I, I had an, um, a job in a nightclub. I was a glass collector. I was only 17. And uh, I was really, I loved that job. What a nightclub. 17 is like going out and getting paid. It was great. And it's heyday. Not now going out because people won't go out till like 11 o'clock. Yeah. But, you know, drinks were cheap and everything. I remember this woman because, so I was missing the audition, not audition, sorry, the rehearsals, but I was learning my lines and I was like getting the notes at the end and I was coming in and I had to leave to go to work. I remember this woman really like, oh, well, this is so unprofessional. I mean, I, I hope you don't um, forget your lines and everything. There was a couple of people that were like, oh, yes, well, um, yes, well, he's young, isn't he? Like that. And I would say, well, we've been doing this for years. And no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, right. I went, right, I'll fucking prove you. So I worked harder and harder and learned all my lines. And guess who made the mistakes? Them. Exactly. Yeah. She forgot a line. She was sat on this sun lounger. She completely forgot her lines. This other guy skipped three pages. 
I went, I literally went on stage, did my lines, went off. I had three pages gap. And then they were like, and I remember the line. I was like, what? what? I'm, I'm back on like that. So I had to come running back in. And I was just like, um, what the fudge? Like, what? what? Um, so we carried it on there. And I just remember giving them a smoke. And then I did... Um, with the same with the cooperative um, theatre school um, company, and then I did um, uh, Oliver Twist, and I got uh, the part of Noah Claypole. But the person they chose for Oliver, there was two kids, yeah. so I was Noah Claypole the whole way through. But they had two; they had one who was quite a big lad, yeah, and then there was one who was like a really little lad. Now, it's it's good for the part of Oliver Twist, great. Right. But if you're unfamiliar, if anyone out there is unfamiliar with the part that I'm talking about, Noah Claypole, he's the um, he's, he's, he works for the funeral company, and um, he's like like an apprentice. Mm. And there's a bit where I'm calling, saying about Oliver Twister's mum, and yeah. he comes running over and like gives me a, a little crack. Yeah. But I'm there six one. And he was like five foot, <laughs> so he's just like like mini me attacking Austin Powers. <laughs> just like like going, what peace, peace? Oh, you little bugger! Like come running at me and everything like that. And I was like, so I had to help and overemphasize, throw myself over sort of yeah. thing. And it was it was fun. I really enjoyed it, and it, it was a good like sort of thing. But you know, everybody on the on that cast, we were you know we had a laugh sort of thing. But I did a I, I did something a bit naughty, which I. I I didn't mean to in that sense it's just uh, I got me and my mates went out got drunk and then we all shaved our heads <laughs> and I got a, I got a telling off because no one had shaved heads yeah. yeah so I ended up having to wear this funeral director's hat <laughs> pretty much all the way through and looks right tip but that's mm-hmm. it so don't go cutting your hair <laughs> before a play that involves you to have longer <laughs> hair um, but again it went off well um, but I remember because my mate came as well like my mates Mike um and came to rehearsals and uh, so there was always I had to do this dance and everything so it's just like they've obviously not seen like the forming because they're all like proper like English like drinking and all that and I'm just all this like for bait and theatre like on there and uh, it's that song Who Will Buy Who yeah, Will Buy this so you used to fucking on a night out and everything just hear the Who Will Buy This Wonderful Feeling I'm So High I Wish I Could Fly I'm like you absolute shits so never let it let me down. Singing the barmaid. Yeah, singing it like that. And for there, and they'll be like pointing, going, oh, he's in the club and everything. But it was always good. And then they'll be like, oh, you do acting. But to go around the houses and answer your question on there. But I say that I, no, no, then I, I went, um, did Butlins. And then I kind of, then I took a bit of a gap because like um, I got married and I from young, which was a bit silly. Yeah. Um, but no, it was fine. It was it was a good day. But I kind of then added that, and everyone's like, oh, "You got you got to be a provider. You got to be doing this. Yeah. You got to be doing that." Um, Just fair to put food on the table, sort of thing. Exactly. So you got like, so I had to put everything on hold. So and then when the marriage broke down, sort of thing, and because um, I went into chefing, which I really enjoyed, and then I like climbed up the ranks and like chefing. So I was like, oh, "Okay, I'll just do this." But while I was in the kitchen, I was always entertaining, and people were like. Why are you chefing? Why? Why are you doing this? You should be something a bit more, you know, a bit more there. Because I used to just, and I, I just enjoy doing it there. And then um, I came 
to move because I'm obviously not originally from Blackpool and then I moved up to Blackpool just because there was a staff house going with the job um, and then I worked there and then they got closed well they there was a fine dining on Queen Street which oh, apparently not I didn't know obviously and then you move up to Blackpool and everyone's like I'm not paying that price for a meal or not. And there, which is, you know, it's understandable. But where they were situated as well is, you're charging sixty, seventy pounds plus for a meal, and then there, you know, it's like, and we, we were busy. But the problem is, is then you're going out onto Queen Street yeah. with all the rowdiness, mm-hmm. and how are you trying to create that yeah. ambience? For then, it's like. Whoa. Okay, you I go just like, had a free course slap up meal. I'm going to go out and not all some guys puked in front of me. Exactly, yeah, and it's all <laughs> like leery twat. So then we'd then people would be walked to the car, but it it made it difficult. So yeah. fortunately, that so it's like great. What am I going to do now? Um, and then I went with a friend to the Blackpool College, and they had she she was going there for like getting information on course. Um, and then I say friend it was an ex but you say friend now you know (laughs) and she she went when she went to do like a view in there and then I was walking past they were like oh um," I said oh they've got a theatre there and they were like the tutor standing there and I was like she got go on go and have a talk go and have a talk so I I went I went across and I was just jib japping sort of thing and like that and they said "Um, well we're holding auditions um, for the performance so it was a performance like drama classes and I was like okay um, and then so I had a, a conversation with the shooter I had to do auditions and I've not done that side of like musical theatre so I had to do singing and dancing and everything mm-hmm. now I've done little bits but that's not really what what I do but I was you know I dip my toe in anything as a, as a bit of a giggle yeah. um, so I decided I was like right okay I'll give it a go I'll give it a go Um so I, I did the audition and in all honesty I said look we know you're performing there but because um, I'm dyslexic I, I struggle sometimes with parts and they, they were like oh well we'll just worry a bit about the work so I was like right so the tutor rung me up and I said look you know you can't just you know because he said look it's a really intensive course I said yeah I know but you've got to give me a chance you know that's that's the purpose of everything he said well what I'll do is we'll have a week come for, come for the first week and then we'll see how it goes so I was determined and I just literally made myself known I sang I danced you know we did bits as well because I remember as well that they did um, for oh, Mighty Boosh oh, now yeah. I never watched I hadn't seen Mighty Boosh and they, and they were like okay we're going to do um, you got to make up like a song and a, a short story yeah. and we'll give you the, the you know the scenarios and I was like, and everyone's like, oh my God, Matty Boosh, woo! And I was like, ah, I don't know what Matty Boosh is. <laughs> so, so they had that background bit, but I think that worked in my favour because everybody was then trying to mimic Matty Boosh. I mean, yeah. I've obviously watched it, I love it, but I was like, okay, so where do I go from it? So I, I just wrote with this other guy, Freddie, um, and you know it came off it went really well and you know I did some serious pieces and everything and I, I literally you know just poured my heart out on what I could do and he just said at the end he said yeah you're fine he said cool. you're in and that's it two glorious years <laughs> so but it all started the filming by by I have to say from Freddie because I was set 
acting. I was like yeah. acting, 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 acting. You know, was that to go back more into theatre again, though? Was that? Yeah, a little bit. I'd have to admit that because it was trying to still find the role because I was saying, right, I want to do stand-up, I want to do that, I want to do acting, I want to do movies, I want to do that, and this acting, acting, acting. That's it. There was nothing else. Um, and then Freddie was already like kind of a keen like filmmaker, so I, I hadn't done anything like camera or anything. Um, and then he was like, oh, I've got a camera. So we both brought cameras and everything. And they just started just doing that thing, you know, start little bits in there. Uh, we did, like, recreations of stuff sort of thing. Yeah. Um, just doing props and, like... And then I started editing the pit, uh, the um, the videos. Mm -hmm. So it was just by that. Cause I started on iMovie, as, like, a lot of people do start on. Well, I did Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> yeah, that's it. But I got... Cause I got <laughs> awful. But I got the Mac, and that was that's just how it started, really. And then... We started, then it was just Friday night, we were just constantly making loads of like short films, like horror films and yeah. psychological ones, and then we were showing them to the classes and they were liking it, which then helped me because in the second year, I had to do, um, we didn't have to, you could choose it, and I chose to do a director's mm -hmm. course, which um, was quite intense, and again, I just, and I remember as well, because there's always haters, there's haters and these people that don't believe in you, and that's fine, because I feed off that. That's cool. If you think I'm not going to do something, that's fine. If you've got your, your own opinion about me, I'm not bothered. Because the end of the day is I like to prove people wrong. And, you know, the good people around you will stay around you. And I had a, a tutor who was really good, I have to say, Nigel Brown. He's a tough one, and I respect him because he was like that. He was very very straight with you, and he was just basically seeing if you're going to sink or swim. You know, mm -hmm. grill you, and that's what they do there. They just make you, you're like, oh, I want to quit, I don't want to do this. And they just rip you apart, and then you see if you just put yourself back together. Mm -hmm. And then when we were on a night out, and started chatting with him, and he was just like, you're so different to how we, you know, perceived you. And I was like, well, yeah, because you just kind of went into you that. that push sort yeah of you do you, that's what I mean and then when I did the director's class there was loads of people going oh, I'm going to do this and that and some people oh, you, you, um, you'll play the there and I remember my tutor I was going through plays and everything and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with a Swedish one called Ealing no nah. no uh, very very well written um, and you just had to pick a scene so I'd literally I just was like, right, okay, I'll, I'll go for this. So I picked this one, and I said, I'll go there. And I, we had some old auditions and everything. So I auditioned, and I wanted to try and change it and do it with these uh, three actors. But one of them was okay, and two, were they were just not kind of biting. So I was the first person as well to kind of fire two actors and get two more. Because mm -hmm. I said, look, at the end of the day, it's my grade at the end of the day. This yeah. is going to count to a lot of it. Um, so... Yeah, my tutor, he came to my class once, sat for five minutes and went, yeah, you got this. It's fine. And someone else, and how many people started? There was about eight of us. Only yeah. two of us finished. Mm. And um, I got, when before I even went in, um, he said, oh yeah, you've got a distinction. So I was like, ah. But because what I did differently is how I do things differently. So I look outside the box. Everybody was like, I'm going to get a stage. Um, I want to do it there. I did all mine kind of around the college. Yeah. Started like playing music. So I was like, this, I don't know if anyone like Blackpool Fire College, but on say along the Palatine Road, along the front, got these uh, massive stairways and everything. This big um, stairs, um, not a staircase, is it? Is or just like a well, yeah, like just stairs, isn't it? Yeah, yeah just stairs. stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But 
<laughs> it's more sometimes you're saying something, don't you? You're just like, that. hmm, does that sound it's right? Like, if like, oh, Rocky run up, runs up the staircase, it's like, it's not home. No. Just <laughs> <laughs> run up some steps. <laughs> but the steps lean up and where like the, um, it's just, it looks to there. So I was like, well, this kind of, to me, I'm going to try and change it into a train station. So all I did was I just put like a couple of posters and just had it playing mm. over um, because it was based in Sweden, so I got someone to do it in a different language. Yeah. Um, and then it was there was great because I was supposed to have this one room, and I didn't get it. So I took and then I took everyone round like I was a doctor, saying these were two patients that we were following. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to say, um, 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 Ollie, Ollie Roberts and Lee. Rob Lee, God, I'm crap with names. <laughs> uh, really did an outstanding job. Really good actors, um, and they took you know took the roles well. And I just kept doing it. I mean, I even there was a bit where they had a delivery guy, and I, I was just like, and I just rang Domino's, got Domino's delivered, <laughs> and they were like, oh my god, because they were like, oh, they're just going to be empty one, because you know you see someone yeah. mimicking it, which is fine if someone doesn't always have to, but I didn't want that. I wanted to try and put as much realism as I could. It, it's that thing I've seen with people eating normally. It's like I've spoke to it, like they have been yourself the next to work. You're like, oh, they give us some treat, but it's like cold pizza or it's like cold beans or something. You've been sat there for three hours. It's like, yeah lovely oh yeah <laughs> you, you don't want to touch what they put in front of you <laughs> and they do like that and they, they, uh, a lot of times well you, they can't let you eat it because of like continuity because of the level of it as well yeah. you start doing on there um, so yeah and then I did the college but while I was at the college which obviously entwines with what you were asking was um, I'd never done any extra work mm-hmm. but I always wanted to do extra work I always wanted to kind of be see how things are and we did like we did we took the we took our play on tour because we had like a final year one so we went yeah. to Ireland there it was amazing met some mm-hmm. new ones there so it was great it was like really like doing like the performance and everything and it felt really good was it sort of though along the way the way to meet contacts and yeah that's it and learning yeah and, and you learn as well like, like people saying as well you don't have to go to drama school to kind of learn you know some of the acts like I've never I've been to you know the life school um and if you, if you are like interested in acting and anything, there, Stanislavski, uh, Emotional Memory. If you read those books, Stanislavski, study those books, study the methods. They will do because that's a lot of it is you know where an actor will get his, his start depending on what you want to do. Because mm. um, I always want to play a villain. I'd love to play a villain <laughs> because it's difficult as well because you can be good and bad. So it is, and I, I, I people find that in wrestling. Yeah, it's because well, when I did it, I think I was training in two thousand six, two thousand yeah, two thousand six and two thousand seven, and they always it's easier to play a, like a baby face, like a favorite fan favorite, than it is to play a bad guy. Yeah, because it's, it's well, I think there's no, was it all the way around? One or the other, because sort of, you can get easily get people to hate you. Oh, no, I think it'd be the other way around, wouldn't it? Yeah, because you could get people easy to hate you because you could just do anything. You just push over their favourite. Yeah. But to be that... Well, you can just sort of point at a woman in the crowd and go, you're fat. Yeah. <laughs> and do like that. And just, or like, kids sign, like, take it out and rip yeah. it or something like that. Or like, shape, pretend to shake its hand and then like, yeah. move it away. But like saying being the baby face and... It's hard to get them to like you. It is, it is the thing, but it's sort of if you're the the bad guy, you're having sort of you have to control things. Yeah, sort of pulling back the curtain a bit there, but I shouldn't be doing. Oh, <laughs> in the secrets. Yeah. But no, I mean it, you're true. It's like that, and but there are there's a one guy I trained with though called JD. Um, he's appearing in Future Shock, I think on Sunday, and he did drama at Livem Livem High. Oh, okay. Um, I think he sort of progressed on to. 
possibly on the Blackpool Fylde. Yeah. And he's sort of incorporated his drama into his wrestling. Well, I'd say that. So it's, it's sort of all his facial characteristics, expressions, things like that. It's all come from his drama. Well, that's it, because they teach you how to, you know, you do like some weird exercises and everything. I remember one where um, it's... There was there was some that I got like you you, you don't realise like you can, you know you can let yourself go and if you're not in the, it's almost like you're not in the moment um, where it was for the comedy I found it easy you know it was just like go for it and like one of the te- you know the tutors she was like oh, you just an ab- you know the king of ablibs because I'd just go on and I'd I'd sometimes be a bit naughty and then do things and then I'd be entertaining the crowd. And then the problem is, is then the actors oh, be like, there's a show as well. Yeah, there's a show. And then the actors be like, when's, when's our cue? So they'll have to drop that line back in. And it wasn't just because of that. It was just sometimes, it just annoyed me. Like some people were just, they they just didn't, I mean, say like, oh, it's only college or it's only uni. No, but I, I you know, whatever you do, you got to put yeah. 110% in, you know, because they, at the end of the day, people have still come to see. So it, it was fun. And that's more on there. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it is, it's true. Like I say, you do some like weird exercise sort of thing. I remember one where um, you had to bring an item, a clove or an item, and then openly talk about it, but someone like yeah. us, and like some people are back, and or if you just can go into it and forget everybody's in the room. And uh, we did one where um, I got, it was starting to that people, I was starting to prove to people, when um, I remember it was, I was playing cards, um, but I had to imagine that there were drugs. Right. So the weird thing is, is you've got a pack of cards, but they're your drugs sort of thing. And um, But you can't just be like a typical, oh, I'm a drug head. You've got yeah. to kind of be, they've still got to be cards though. It's weird. I know it's weird, isn't it? It's an so end. What, like if you pull an eight, you're on LSD and you pull a no, 10, no, no, it's heroin or because the person sees them as a pack of cards, right. but they, you have to see them as something else. So when the person comes into the room, they're just seeing it as a pack of cards. Right. But you've got to change the person's view. So you're sitting there playing with cards, yeah. like making like a pyramid, but the audience are watching you and they go, "Oh, just making a pack of cards." But you've got to give. So everybody in the audience will like know that scenario, but you've got to convince the audience and that person on stage that's come with you in that scene yeah. that they are, you know, drugs right. to yourself. Like that, you're like it's really sad, yeah, because they're. But they're not talking like you're a drug baron. You you are like a, a drug head, and it's really sad. And there was a bit where he threw the cards, like knocked them down, and I just jumped off the chair and I started scrambling. To get them, oh, sort right. of thing, and like hold them like that, and but you, you're not thinking like that. Yeah. And it was only because everyone was saying, and my tutor was like, "Wow, that's that was like because that it's the emotion." And you were saying about your, your friend who was doing the facial and everything. That's yeah. the important thing as well. It's not just about people think it's just like oh, you go on, you save some lines in there. You've got to kind of take an object and create yeah. it more. So you're like you forget. You think, "What am I watching? Oh my god, I'm watching the guy who's scrambling," and you're almost seeing the patheticness. <clears throat> Within as well, mm. um, you could do it on things as well, like you money grabbing on there. I mean, they did like many things, um, you know, your prisoner and war sort of thing. Um, but you're made to feel like you're taken on a walk, right. and some people are like blindfolded and some people are not. But what happens is, is um, those people who are blindfolded, you're making noises, 
so then they, they you see how they react yeah. as well um, and I, I do remember one that got me like um, for a couple of weeks but it was an honest thing it, where we were trapped in this conf- confined space and you had to believe you were in this confined space and you had to believe that there was only one air dock and you had to get out sort of thing now everybody straight away was all like oh come here let me help you and everything and I stood back and I didn't mingle with anyone I didn't uh, associate myself with anyone and and then what it is you start getting like he'll start then throwing some okay now someone's put this in and there and I'd go you know like going there and then like but I had in my mind that I had a secret exit that I found but I didn't want anyone to find it because I didn't want everyone scrambling over to me so I was being very protectful so people coming near me and they were trying to help me and I was pushing them and I was like get out of my way get out of my way <laughs> and it was then it's deep and it, like, they'll go on for like 20 odd minutes but you yeah. don't know and then they'll go okay cut and then it'll take you a minute to get and if you're really in debt and they were saying to me what were you doing and I said I found a way and they're like oh, well that's not part of it and my treat was just like that that's part of it you know yeah. that's that's it and that was that was a, like that was a um, that was a school you know, and she was like, wow, that's a really way of thinking it because she said, because everyone's like, oh, no, no. She goes, look, I didn't say, I didn't say that you were in there and you had to, you know, yeah. getting out. I said you were locked in. And it's just, again, it's just taking it from that, really. Yeah. So, but I, I think for me, because of my dyslexia, I channel things more. For myself, which I, where I don't think I'm doing anything special, which I'm not in a way, but you know what I mean, I'm just doing what I think, and I think, well, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. But yeah. you know, I I'm, I start imagining myself that I'm there. So, um, but get into how the filming. <laughs> Beautiful, do you know what I mean? We've gone right round the asses. I take I take you on a detour. It's like the the top of the bus. We need we need to learn more about Chris anyway. The the other side of Mooch. Mm. So. Thank well, you. Not, not only on to my next question. <laughs> <laughs> I've lived a few life. Um, but it was funny enough in saying my tutor came around and he said, um, oh, they're, they're doing a film in uh, Blackpool. So I was like, okay, cool. And they were saying that they're looking for extras. Yeah. But he had to have long hair, you know, so they could style it. And back then I had quite, like, the Thor hair. Like long blonde hair, so it was just my student time. Because you're worth it. I was so <laughs> worth it. Well, the the girl I was dating at the time, she was just like, because I had my hair quite long, and she was like, but I used to have quite a lot of gel in it. Mm. And then she was like, I wonder what it looked like without. And then she was like, well, do you, did you want to grow it? I was like, no, grow it. Because it was kind of for the acting anyway, because they were like, it was good to have it in different bits anyway. Oh. So I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just do that. I remember the first time when I went back home, my mum saw it. She went, oh my God, how, how long your hair is? I was like, yeah. She said, never had it that long. I was like, all right, okay. Uh, I'm not seeing you in a few months, but hello to you as well. Jesus. Um, anyway, we got, it was for Teddy Boys. Um, but we got picked, I got picked, and my friend Rob got picked. It was only two of us that got picked. Yeah. And um, we were going to go on the same day. It was, this was with a different agency. We were going to go on the same day. And then... Um, they ran back and said, oh, no, we want you. I think he was, like, on a Wednesday and I was on a Thursday. Or he was on a Thursday, I was on a Friday, something like that. So I was quite nervous. So I'd never done anything, like I said, before on that. So I was texting him. He was texting me back. And he was like, oh, 
how's it going? He said, not left the bus yet. And I was like, jeez, man, you've been there since about seven o'clock. Yeah. So I was like, oh, fucking hell. And then he said, he said, oh, yeah. At the end of it, he was just said, oh, yeah, it was a complete washout. Basically, what happened was it was the film was for Nowhere Boy. And he said that they were filming on one of the piers and him and another extra were just on the beach. Now, you imagine being dressed as a teddy boy with all your hair done and everything, and you got people walking past, seeing you two pretty much... There's no no film crew or anything Mm. to kind of say, oh, yeah, do you mind moving on sort of thing? So you'd be like, what the hell's going off? So they were saying, like, (laughs) people were shouting and everything, and he said he felt an idiot. So I was like, great, well, that's a great start. So I went down anyway, enthusiastic, and um, I remember I didn't shave or anything like that because... I wasn't really sure about like um, like the beard front sort of thing. Um, so I was like, right, okay, and went down. And I'd like to say my tutor, or like and I was saying earlier as well about, you know, make sure you speak to people, you know, get yourself yeah. noticed. And my tutor was like saying that as well. So, right. So I got a chat with the makeup artist and I was bannered with them. I was bannered with the, the costume. Um, and on that, on the strength of that, they, um, they were like, oh, yeah, we definitely want him pointing to me and another guy. Because um, they said, oh, yeah, everyone's like, you can have it, you know, we definitely want you. So I was like, oh, okay, great. So um, it was filmed in Blackpool and one of the calves on the corner, uh, opposite the joke shop, I think, something like that. Um, and then I say, I, I was just amazed by it because it was in a small, confined space. So we had breakfast, it got all dressed up, sort of thing. So I'd never done, like I say, I'd never even seen camera or, or film crew quite close up, sort of thing. Yeah. Sat there and it was just, so they're doing all their bit. And I was just. M- I was just like, wow, this is amazing. I love just watching every single thing that's happening, like the camera, the turning bit there. And they're like, oh, um, you know, pretend there's music on or anything like that. And, you know, you listen to the music, but there's no music. And that's a lot of the time that people, when they think that there's music playing in the background in certain things, there's not. You know, only the actors can request to hear something so they can play it in their mind while they're doing it alone. But as an extra, you know, and the director's coming in going, yeah, <laughs> and the director goes, come in. And you're like, right, dance. You're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know how to dance. But it did, it, it, um, but it was like uh, an unknown actor, Aaron Johnson, was just across from me. But I d- again, I didn't know. The only, um, so I was in fraud, but I, I learned the, the, the golden rules. Don't talk, don't do this, don't yeah. do that, anything. Keep your mouth shut. Um, which is like an extra you do, you know. Just you know, but people, yeah. I love extras, but and no, we're not allowed to say extras anymore. You have to say supporting artists. Say extras on here. I don't get rid of it. Oh no, no, no. Oh no, I, I, I'll say extra all the time. But no, when you go on set, it's like oh, supporting artists. I'm like, yeah. why though? We're here to have a bit of fun. I like it because you know it's a bit of pocket money. But it's just obviously tapping in and making contacts, you know, um, which I've, I've made a lot of contacts by doing it, by just chatting with people. But as soon as you get on, you will get people going, so what you been in? Yeah. What? What you been in? A um, few films, you know, a few TV programmes. Cool, cool. <laughs> right. Well, I've done it. All right, I didn't ask for your resume. <laughs> and they'll tell you like that. And then, but it's when they talk about someone, yeah. when they've been quite close to a, an actor, and they'll go, oh, they're lovely. Oh, they're lovely. Genuine person. <laughs> genuine. They're just they're just like you and me. It was weird. I was sat there, and they were chatting about having dinner. And I thought, hey, I eat dinner, which is weird. And they're like that, and you're sitting there on the bus going, right, yeah. okay. 
can I just so that's why I take a book <laughs> I remember I like I take a book or something because you can't have headphones on or anything because you, unless yeah. you need or anything that makes a noise so I'm just sitting there reading a book and this guy comes over like that going have you got that to read or just to look intellectual I was like that what I'm just sitting here reading a book mate I said this was where I was still studying I was like it's uh, an educational thing and you're just thinking why yeah. and then but it was like the knobhead of their like taking an extra biscuit or yeah. something like that and not following the roads he didn't last long which was funny um, but yeah that's why it happened I got I did that first one and then I was like I don't just want to be but because I was doing the filming as I said with my friend Freddie and doing the editing yeah. and then supporting that and I completely changed my mind and then I went to uni and did a degree in film production and completely just switched so that's how I got up to that stage <laughs> finally we got there we got there we got there there we go uh, so yeah going on from that you've well going back in time so I'll jump into the DeLorean yeah do you remember your first cinematic experience like your first trip to the cinema or anything like that or anything remotely a, a trailer or a poster or um even a film you watched at home was the first your first sort of well your first cinema trip or something like that or your first film you remember seeing in the cinema because Dave's I can't, what was Dave's I can't remember I think if Thunder I Pods I think I remember <laughs> what uh, Jaws yeah he's yes, Jaws. Jaws yeah, yeah. just did the end <laughs> um I have to say I think really I don't know I think it was Jurassic Park truth be told Jurassic Park seeing that in the cinema um yeah, it, it was weird because, like, saying it was, we didn't go to. My, like, my mum and dad are like film fans, but they're not like film buffs, so we didn't really go a lot. So I ended up like you know going to cinema with my mates a lot. Um, but I'd say, yeah, I think it'd have to be, yeah, Jurassic Park. And the only reason why that sticks out as well is <sighs> the whole thing is like this was when cinemas were rammed. I mean, yeah. rammed all the time. And I went to the showcase. That's how bloody long it was. <laughs> and um, remember as well, I dropped me drink. It was my bloody birthday. And fucking mum's like, oh, you're not getting another one. I was like, what? Young, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> not to drink. That scarred me, that has. <laughs> like, no. But then, like, I've worked in the cinema as well. And someone's done that. I've gone home and said, oh, we'll fill it up for you. Yeah. But it didn't do that in those days. Oh, no, no. You had one chance. You blew it. It was gone. <laughs> um, but the bit where Samuel Jackson... He's playing the doctor, yeah. and she's in the lift or something like that, and the arm goes down, and she's like, "Oh, thank God, doctor!" Yeah. Turns around, it's the arm. Everybody was like, oh. "My mum laughs," <laughs> and everyone then turns to look at my mum. She's the only one who laughed. God bloody love her. I love my mum to pieces. She's bloody <laughs> mental. I tell you, absolutely. Like everyone's like, and she's like, <laughs> "I was like, oh my God, can I sink into these chairs?" So, yeah. That's my, but I think, yeah, I, I, but like I saying, there's that part, like first, I've not, I do go to cinema a lot, but I think I'd have to say it was that, but I think films at home more, that were like more, they were my uh, big one sort of thing, like saying, I think got me into comedy, enjoying it, regardless was my grandpa, absolute hero to me, and um like watching the old style comedies like seeing them and watching him with him and that's where I got like I said like earlier about Spaceballs and everything watching those 
um, like spoofs, and then Star Wars, like massive Star Wars fan. So because everyone like rented as well, yeah, like you'd rent the film. So it was like a big thing. It was like if we didn't go to the cinema, then you'd rent the film because we didn't have a cinema close you'd have by. To wait ages for it to be in the rental shop. And exactly. The day it comes out, oh, it's unavailable till Sunday. Yeah, and it would be like that there. So you'd wait a little bit to that there. But then I remember I got um, when I brought Return of the Jedi. Um, which is my favourite Star Wars film I mean I've obviously seen it and then I got that before they did the remasters and all that and phenomenal I remember watching Independence Day at the cinema yeah I saw Independence Day I yeah about 11 yeah, that I remember was... saying to my dad I was like what did he ask him in 12 he's like you, you say you're 12 yeah <laughs> they shouldn't question it never let them question your age <laughs> when you're going to cinema I mean other things they should <laughs> um, but yeah and I just remember when it wasn't very busy because it was like during the day and I remember it was like that and then we went ice skating good times ice skating and um, the bit of the speech and some people start clapping I'm like really I remember my sister said she went to watch um, what's that Debbie Moore one when she plays the stripper uh, striptease whatever yeah something like that. yeah nothing groundbreaking but I remember um, someone got kicked out for um, polishing the trumpet shall we say in the back seat oh dear yeah <laughs> just why yeah exactly well then saying that now because obviously you had to wait six months you probably thought well can't wait six months yeah just uh, <laughs> stroke the uh, the Olympic torch two now. years on TV I know <laughs> Oh can't God. wait that long can never wait that long so that was my first but the one that was obviously groundbreaking for me that changed everything was Ace Ventura Pet Detective mm. like a glove um, yes I'd have to say Coxie that that was the <laughs> one but obviously I've seen films at that time but I like different areas of films it's flicking through his notebook so you got into you wanted to do filmmaking yeah was it director or filmmaker? I know Kevin Smith always has a difference. Yeah. Either you're a director or a filmmaker, you're not but you're not one or the other, you I'd like one or the other, you're not both. I'd have to say then I would I want it actor and director. Director. Um because I I understand what you're saying on that part, but I like I like to be in front of the camera, but I like to be behind the camera as well. Um I've worked on some national lottery funded like projects. Like some World War Two films, and I got to be cameraman on that, but as well as assistant director, um, which was just amazing working with that team. And then I ended up working with them on a couple more film projects, um, some supernatural ones, and that was good as well because that gave me an opportunity to kind of like see how I could like handle that cast and everything on there. Um, but that's the one thing that I had when I went to university that everybody there was like Final Cut Pro and everything and I I just still was quite you know starting out on editing Yeah. so but they'd never dealt with actors so they were mm. quite nervous um, how to you know like contact actors how they deal with them because if you you know if you're kind of like you're right sticking the camera there but it's directing an actor and how you know to yeah. keep it refreshed and everything else so I was like right well you teach me you know like editing and I'll teach you how to kind of work with the actors so that was really good as well because that brought something to the table because you know obviously you get some people who just kind of just want to feed off 
you and you know you did you don't get anything in return i mean you don't have to do things to get things in return but it's nice it's always oh but i can offer this so i brought that to the table um so i i wish i enjoyed you know so i got to do a feature film i was a writer on that and um i got to do my own films as well but i think for me i'd say i'd like that i'd I'd probably like someone like Stephen Merchant or Ricky Gervais. That's that's definitely, you know, if you could, put, if I could kind of mix in a Jim Carrey, Stephen Merchant, and Ricky Gervais, and a bit of Rowan Atkinson, that would be definitely <laughs> me and Rick Mail, of course. God bless his soul, uh, because I that as well. Uh, bottom when I first yeah. watched that. Oh dear God, that I got started on Young Ones first. My dad taped it. So you need to watch this. I don't know what is it. It's like it's really you'll really like it's funny. You'll really like it. Put it on. It's like okay. It's still a bit young yet, so I don't know what's fully. Going the in on, jokes and everything. Yeah. yeah. No, if I watch it, it's hilarious. <laughs> well, I say it was Blackadder that I got first put onto with my dad, and then he watched our really same pets. Yeah, I, got I love the. And we had that, and we had Only Fools as well. Oh God, yeah, New Fools yeah. and Horses. Yeah, we tapes like number nine, Only Fools and Horses. Yeah, Christmas special. <laughs> number ten, Dad's Army. Do oh. not tape over. <laughs> I tell you what, my mum, my mum, I told you how much of a loony she is. She used to re-tape when cable. They had the dark side of cable. She used to. It was on footnotes. Was it Challenge or something? She used to make come back. Like I'd be out with my mates, and I'd have to cycle back and record Brookside. But it was old school Brookside. She'd seen it, but she wanted me to come back. I'm, I'm like, and I remember like I was out and I forgot about it. Jesus yeah. Christ, you'd think I'd set fire to the house. <laughs> She's like, well, I would have known. I said, you've already watched it. But yeah, taping over the stuff. I remember she taped over some of my films once. Yeah, it was just, it was just cash. Just casually just taped over it. I was like, what are you doing? It'll be on again. It'll be on it's again. The answer I normally got. Oh, I tell you what. I, t- I, t- I tell you, I f- I tell you what, it's opening up now. You've opened up. T- I'll tell you the truth. The two, the two reasons actually. Entertainment. Yeah. Very quickly. That's all right, I'm just checking it's still recording. Oh no, bless you. No, no. But I, I'm for your viewers, <laughs> for your listeners, mate. For your listeners, I say viewers. Go on and get mixed up. I can record a second part. Um, the the first two was I did was I was on a holiday. And I wanted to be a holiday rep, and um, I always got involved in the activities because I loved like doing it. My family they sit around reading books, so that I like just moving around. So I remember I got onto the stage where they were like, "You play the yes/no game." No, but you can't you can't say yes or no, and they ask you all these questions. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I did that. So I remember doing a Mr. Lanzarote once, but I was only like. 12 or 13 and they're like you have to down this beer and I was like yes I don't know how to down beer <laughs> and uh, so and then there was another one we went to and then they said oh you go on stage like that and I literally again I was just being me and just enjoying it and um, the I got I like really went really far and she was just asking me all these questions off it was very 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 good looking rep but then everybody was laughing and I'm just like, and then people, I'm not just saying this because there, but people were like, oh, we thought you were an actual entertainer. I was like, no, I'm just a general guy. And then people buying you drinks and then that was it. I was just known around the resort. It was it was cool, but a bit weird. And that's when, again, I tell you, I got the I got the taste for that. That's I think that was the same era of time 
maybe just when I finished in school and I was like right this is definitely what I'll do I love laughter but you were saying funny enough I think I'm, I think I'm old enough now to uh, say this and uh, when my mum probably laugh but I got um, I used to get the camera and go around filming people, you know, the video camera, and say, "Hi, I need to go. Hi, what's your name? You know, what you doing here?" Sort of thing. Um, it would have been all right, but then me and my mate Lewis Mace at the time, I think it was twelve, thirteen, got absolutely drunk and ended up being sick um, everywhere. Lovely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and filmed it. Oh no, no, no! Like the, yeah, the camera had gone up there, but it put us out because my mum was like then in a mood with me, so she's like, "Oh, I don't like you filming this. Oh, what are you filming that for? Why are you interrupting those people while they're talking?" I thought I'm a little cousin as well. Um, obviously young at the time. Like it was filming and then he jumped up and like tapped the camera. She went, Oh, if you broke that you would have had to pay for it. I was like, Wow <laughs> And uh, I think she still got it and I'm just like, I love you mum. My mum was like, How many beers you had? I'm like, I've had about two or three. <laughs> so I don't I know. I remember my first hangover as well. I always remember I got down and my dad's filming. So my mate was sick as well and he was sick next door to my nanas and my cousin literally uh, just picked me r- straight up and just threw me all the way upstairs and just put my head in the toilet like that and I woke up next morning came downstairs opened it and there was like a bottle of apple cider or something in there I was like mm. and my dad was like welcome to hangover my dad was alright until my mum came back <laughs> and then he went all military again like oh, yeah I'm trying to be drinking I was like oh come on so uh, yeah I got banned from drinking at family parties for a bit but my cousins always used to sneak like vodka in my orange juices or anything like that. Yeah. It was just big, massive family parties. You'd be all right. It'd be all right first of all. Be watching me, and then once they've had a couple of drinks, they'll forget about it. So always, but it was uh, a fun time, and that's where I thought, yeah, can I combine these two of filming and getting drunk? But I just film these days. <laughs> Last pest already. Well, yeah. Turn on hammered to move TV. Um, Diva's here. Oh, we're, we're going to... Diva. Diva. <laughs> you see, everyone knows me as a diva. <laughs> and only because I've got... I'd, when I'm doing an entertainment, or if I'm doing a show or doing something like that, and it was that, he knows who he is. He bloody yawned. I don't yawn when I'm doing a character. Do you know what I mean? I, get, I went straight Christian Bale. <laughs> Christian Bale to Mike Myers in one. <laughs> but, um... So you're currently doing Roots TV with Dave Hughes. Oh, yes. But then for people at home who don't know, where did you meet Dave? Where I... Meet myself as well. And you, Sakoxie. Sakoxie <laughs> of the, legendaries. that place, the, uh, the odd ones. The odd ones. Um, <laughs> the best job, I have to say, at the heyday, was Blackpool Odeon Cinema. That's where oh, we met. The old ones. You can say it now, it's fine. Yeah, and the old ones. Views and opinions are of our own and not of the BBCs. Exactly. Or Odeons. Or Odeons. <laughs> our personal view, because it's changed that hand so many times and they've got new uniforms now, so yeah. we're talking about the old ways. Um, but yes, I was introduced to the lovely Dave Hughes and the ever so fabulous Mr. Coxie. Um, I think I was actually enthralled by you guys because you were doing the annual... Um, yeah, film, film, short film competition, awards competition. Yeah, yeah. so uh, I was like enthralled and like, oh, these guys are great. So that was it. Because I actually remember the first shift I had when you, I was on, I think, on the screens with you. Yes, and Towers brought you over. It's like Phil Towers. Shout out to Phil. Yeah, oh <laughs> um, Phil Towers, you're an absolute little edge. <laughs> he brought you over and he was like, "This is Chris. I've been working with you." And I think for some reason that day someone was calling me Doctor Cox all day for some reason. I don't know why. <laughs> 
that one with anyway. And I just remember you like, oh, I'm Chris. I'm like, you are newbie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> the newbie. Chris was uh, not Chris. Phil was like, be nice. I was like, I've been nice. You were. Like, this way, rookie. <laughs> you got a charm in. <laughs> but uh, I broke the mould and I was accepted <laughs> into the circle. Which I'm really glad. Um, and then from then on, just bants all the time, really. Like saying, while at work or out of work. And there were the times where you could have uh, a great laugh. Um, not so much now. <laughs> but Phil Towers is back. So, yeah. hooray, the, the the glory golden year should be returned. They should return. Well, um, I remember there was one go- glory year, or one, one week, I think it was. I can't remember if you were on shift. It was me and Dave were, we were on the sh- section together, and Dave was like, I think we're filming in Ray. Right, listen to all the films. All right, B, who's going through the alphabet, and everyone's going, What are you doing? It's like, the films, yeah, with letters, <laughs> but they got to. I just remember it was I got to T, and I was still trying to make it an S. And Dave's like, We've got one T now. I was like, No, oh, I thought one for S. It's what he went <laughs> with the door open, people people walking past me. What it's like, Yeah, it's what it's like, yeah. that's not T. It's like, No, I'm still an S. Yeah, I'm on T. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, going back, like saying it was a great time. It, you know, like I said, we did, uh, you know, learn a bit. And I like to say, picked up tips from yourself and from Dave as well. And I think that was the best th- bit about it. Um, I have to say as well, like, just like the mini adventures that we all got to go on as well. Mm. I have to say as well. And, the uh, the <laughs> bin runs. The bin runs. We wrote a movie about it, Coxie. They can't argue with that. The bin runs. It's all up here. It's all up there and it's all going to be. It was Vampire that was actually wrote. There is a script out there somewhere still, and I still have it. I want that done. <laughs> Signed, sealed, and written, and put in. But again, it's like saying, I remember, um, got with, uh, was it Darren, Dave? Darren. Yeah, Darren. Yeah, yeah. Darren. Uh, Darren, Dave, and myself went down to London. Um, Dave managed to sort that out, and that was great, because we actually got to the BBC. And um, we, we enjoyed that, didn't we, Dave? That was a... Uh, well Dave's not here but if he was here he'd say he loved it it was great that's how he would say it but he's not here Um, but no it was it was a really good day and again that's when we did the filming and actually Dave found some old footage and it was like the first start of Mooch TV (laughs) take us back now Um, but yeah like saying um, I don't know are we can we share some are we open to share things I'd have to say my most memorable moment of use of Coxie mm-hmm. was on your birthday when we all went to West Coast, which you should all visit as well, West Coast in Blackpool, classic. But this is my birthday leaving do. If I'm absolutely hammered, it's my leaving do. Well, you're quite having a lot, Cox. It's not exactly like the rest of your times you were just like, I'll just have a, a, a short. Is this the infamous speech that you filmed? I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh my god! I completely forgot about that. that was amazing. That it wasn't because you said you put it on as a disc for me so I could watch it back. I'm like, no. It's all right. I'll do it for you, mate. I won't show anyone else. And it's like, no, I can't. I can't even repeat what I said. Oh no, no. Oh god, yeah, no, it wasn't that. But yeah, that was amazing. That was. You were literally just like, I'm gonna do this. Like just getting up at the the, the wedding and just going, I never liked the groom. <laughs> <laughs> never liked him. <laughs> can't believe he's married me daughter the shit I'm not like going dad <laughs> sit down no I fucking won't <laughs> um, it was when um, so we went to West Coast 
There yeah. Were a few times I did that. It was just after it was mainly though. Oh, I yeah. I might have gone once for my birthday. When we popped to um, a certain dancing academy for... Oh, was it Leaving Do? Was it Leaving Do? Yeah. And I think I've never seen you so happy when... Um, which was quite comical as well. Uh, I have to give a shout out to John as well, where John and I had a little whip round and <laughs> tried paying pound coins. Yeah, and we did. We paid in pound coins. Just that's right. You heard. We paid a lady to dance for Sakoxi with pound coins. Her <laughs> face was, what am I supposed to do with this? Yeah. And uh, we were like, dance. And uh, I just remember Coxie walking out, going, I love you guys. But the, the worrying thing for John and I was um, we started getting chatty, chatty with them. But because we'd been drinking as well, round um, getting drunk first and then going out, as always, as a ritual. Uh, ritual. Um, yeah, we were like, oh, yeah, why don't you come to the cinema? We'll get you free tickets. And do you mind if we get a free dance for free tickets? And then uh, she was like, oh, it'd be nice being our boyfriends. And John and I, you know, on that whole day on the Sunday, were panicking, going, if they come in, I'm legging it. And John's like, I'm hiding as well. <laughs> they never came in. <laughs> so, like, be careful what you say to a lady when she's dancing. She'll tell, you tell her anything. That uh, happened to another guy when I went to Mackey's. When I was went to Mackey's, we did a break together. And he said, um, the girl said to him, she's like, oh, so you worth working at cinema? He's like, yeah, yeah, we get discount, don't we? So we pop over. Mm. He's like, oh, do you get free tickets? He went, yeah. He's like, do you want to go sometime? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take my boyfriend. <laughs> oh. And he went, all right, well, leave it with me. I'll sort you some out. As soon as he got outside Mackey's, he went on a massive tirade. He said, I'm not getting her tickets for a fucking boyfriend. Meant to go with me and her, not him. <laughs> oh, it's classic. That's why it is, a never off out free seat. Yeah. Oh, the free ticket days were great. I remember pirating. Yeah. That was great. You just sit in the back and go, oi, stop that. There's no one else. I remember watching Avatar with you and I fell asleep. Yes. Or, yeah, yeah, no. Well, well, hang on a minute. Someone fell asleep in Avatar. Yeah, it wasn't me. For once, it wasn't me. me. I think it was you, Coxie. And that was, then I was like, that looks quite good. I might start <laughs> copying that. And then that's the way it was born. I fell asleep at the start of Green Lantern. Oh, I think you are 3D. Jesus, I think <laughs> I think you did yourself a favour there, mate. <laughs> falling asleep in Green Lantern. You didn't miss anything. But, um... Were you part? Did you get involved? You were part of it, weren't you? The Do you remember the Hangover promotion for the marketing? I briefly stepped in, and then I just sort of I was going. Or was it the Inglorious Bastards that you? There was a bit for the Hangover, but I sort of took a step back because I was going through some personal stuff at the time. I mean, it was the Inglorious stuff because I remember the three of us went up to the office and we had to sort of petition. It was almost like having a bloody council hearing or something. It's like we had to put our case forward of like why we needed to promote. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it was we had a sort. They could do three. There was Land of the Lost, which we just missed by a week. Yes, there was Ice Age or something, or some kids film, animated yeah. film, and there was Inglorious to promote, which was uh, easy because they had the the flight uh, air show. I remember I was walking down and cause I got my dad's old flying suit on. Yeah. And this woman it came. Though, but it was so now can you promote Glorious Bastards? It's like, well, we'll do G.I. Joe as well then for the kids. Yeah, we should do it there. <laughs> and then. Uh, I love um, C-Bob when he came yeah. dressed in his combat gear. <laughs> Stuck out. It just it was like he had like an Indiana Jones hat on, his sunglasses, a combat t-shirt, and it just didn't look out of place. It was great. And then the, it was uh, oh yeah, because uh, that got like twisted around in it as well with like things that meant to be given out and things that were taken. Yeah. And yeah, I'm not going into that. Yeah. Well, we had Dave on camera. 
Yeah, and then they tried to say Dave wasn't involved. Like, we took the pictures, dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no selfies at that distance. Do you remember I got sunburnt? Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> so stood with, all I want that, it was that. I got it really bad as well, though, but my entire face was just burnt. It was because we went for the money shot, didn't we? For, like, you could sit in the, the fighter jet. Yeah. And which was worth it, but it took an hour to get in there, and I was, like, super burnt. <laughs> um, but, yes, it was uh, great times, and I do miss those times. Um, I will dip into the, 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 the memory of uh, but when you left Coxie, I thought you were there. I think my I think the first but time you, did, I you joined in the short film, one of the short films, didn't you? One yes, one. I, I did. We were going to do the one at West Coast. Yes, and you were sort of you were throwing ideas in, and you sort of you got involved, and I think then the following year, no, it was the same year. I think you had your the one you did. No, it was the second year because you guys year. had done yours and there, and that's when it was like talking. But I was going to say I remember because oh, you it was following it that you did yours, Darren. Had his and Dave was going to do his and I was going to do mine, but I pulled mine out last minute because I was going through some stuff. Yeah, again. So, but I was going to say I remember because that was my first Christmas party when I was at the uh, the football club and you were in New York yes. and you did a live feed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, then everyone, and everyone got coxie tokens yeah. you see it's all coming back to me now they got, they got them the year before though as well yeah no. because like, everyone was like well it's your birthday and I remember I had to give I had to collect awards on people's behalf because they weren't there it's like well it's your birthday it's like well they're not here it's like we'll get the award for them it's like do a speech as this person it's like right I've got to now think how this person reacts <laughs> <laughs> see that's when they stopped when they stopped doing the awards now. they still everything back though. the the quiz first year it was a trip to Hollywood yeah and the second year it was a trip to Hollywood and like the third year it was like you just, oh here's an iPad oh I remember you saying about <laughs> here's that here's an iPad and a trophy and now it's just like you don't get it. Yeah. I don't think they do it now do they no I think they just can do all yeah. they're moving more sort of forward with actual promoting staff and recognising staff and rewarding staff for stuff <laughs> if anything Oh yeah. Well, yeah, they'll do that. There's something called Brand Hero they're doing now. Oh, is it? Yeah. Which is like I think it's out. They recognise staff rather than like, well, we've got some money here, so let's do charity football. (gasps) Charity football. Oh, that was great years. That was. (laughs) I loved the charity football. That was just like that was like the that was just like the big finals of each year. Didn't matter you were crap. Everyone just got involved in advance. It's good, a great time, and then uh, that was the that was the year that um, we played played the tournament. Did all right actually. We just missed out by one point, and I went back and did the uh, me and John did the famous uh, at the Swift Town, the burger, you know, like the big burger with the chili, oh, two, yeah. yeah, and like chips and that. We had it because I was ravenous after that big tournament. Um, yeah, so I've taken you. So up. you did the short films though. So I did the short. I did the short did films. The short so films and, yeah. I, I would have to say, like, I actually discovered one of them, and oh god, you really do realise what you've learned from when there. Was this the PO one? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that one. In my mind, I knew what I wanted, but you didn't. You just, you, you know, it's only when you get I to think uni- really, they give you a really small time frame. Though. Like I said, on Dave's cast. Yeah. It's like it's like you have four weeks to do it. It's like right, week one, day one to three, you do your writing. Day four to six, you do your storyboarding. Mm. Day seven to this, you do your planning and finalising. And then they have that. to give you the op- the ad- the object yeah. that to be in. Now, I like Dave's. And I, I, Dave's didn't get picked. Yeah. Because it was a good idea with the, the lottery and everything. 
But yeah, it is, and it why didn't it? It was, and then it was just all like because what I thought was unfair was the idea was it was supposed to be. Um, yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah, a bit like of fun, the, the and it was always yeah. Like it's all we're, we're film students. We've got access to high quality equipment and editing software. Yeah, because that's what Darren had access to. Because he had access to it there, so he made this like film. But they should have been if they're going to do that, different categories. Yeah. You know, but Dave's was like honest, homemade. You know what the you know what you know ticked all the boxes. Yeah. And it, I like I like the fact that he had the pineapple and he had the pineapple as a drink. And he was like, yeah, it was good. He did the lottery one, which was good, how it was going in back. Yeah. Different locations. It wasn't just filmed in one bit. Mm. But no, it was just like brushed to the side, you know. And like I I did like a mine bit on there, but um, I think um, mine will always be remembered again for shouting out C-Bob. Um, <laughs> it's the funniest one where... Um, he runs out and uh, office. He's just like officer requires assistant, but he's just like the worst like copper. Like you'd not believe. <laughs> well, I remember last week. I remember and I'm trying to pretend I've got my arms behind my back, yeah. and he's like, he's just like that. He that popper, smile. He's popper had older you in that bit. He's like, he's popper rough for you. Oh no, I threw myself. Yeah, I had to throw myself around because he was going on there. I, t- I tell you what, I did a, a first year film in, in uni, and uh, I got him roped in because I needed someone. And I had to cut it out, and it kind of, it was, it was really frustrating because he kept looking at the camera. And I'm like, yeah. stop looking at the camera like that scene in extras. So I was like, stop looking at the camera. And he's like, okay, there. And like this line, the lines was just so easy. Like someone approaches the gate, and he says, and then he comes up, and he's like, can I help you, mate? And he's like, well, no. And he's like, well, clear off then, yeah. What are you doing around my house? But it's a guy. He was about. He's come from prison, and he's gone home, and he's. His mum's not there. He's oh. tried the key in a lot. But he'd be like, what are you doing? You get ready for the house. You clear it off. <laughs> oh, cool, please. And you're like, ah, oh, my God. And then it'd be like, I think there's some papers in the back. I'll just go and have a look and get them. And I'm like, oh, cool. And he'll go, I'm not an actor. I'm like, you don't need to be an actor. So for, you know what I mean? I just need you to deliver the lines where I, you know, otherwise I would have stepped in. But I think, it, I think it was just his nature in a way which sort of stopped him. Yeah, he was, sort but he's a good lad. He's got a good heart, and I and I miss C Bob, and we gave him the name, and then he tried to lose the name, but he'd always be C Bob. <laughs> Going slightly back onto the short film, so I remember the there's a social club. Me, it's closed down now. But me and Dave filmed there. Well, Dave filmed there. Yeah, no, yeah, I remember the that. the pint or whatever. But we went in there one night, like location scouting. There was this group of that group of old guys just sat on the pint in a small room. One of them was fucking hilarious. He absolutely non-stop making like, like you know, wetting yourself, laughing at him. Um, we went through into this next room, and there's all these people line dancing. And there's like a guy there. I kept, I kept calling him Wolverine because he had like massive mutton chops. But he started teaching this line dancing. All these women line dancing. There's these tall guys. One guy's just sort of spinning round, <laughs> not even taking it serious. And there's one guy, proper serious, like, hands on his belt buckle, leaping oh, in guys. the air. Slamming his foot down. Did your parents ever do line dancing like the in the millennium? Yeah. What was that about? Fucking five, six, seven, eight from bloody um, what are they? Who are they? Who are the group? Out, steps. Yeah, they did that, and then it was like all cowboys <laughs> and like it was like girls coming to college with cowboy hats on. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, oh, it's cool. No, it's not. And then Nelly was like dressed as a cowboy. I'm like, jeez, <laughs> my mum died. Like, where are you going? Line dancing? Like, no, where are you really going? Line dancing. Oh, for. F- 
There was the guy, one guy who took it like proper seriously. He had like dressed dressed to the party and his cowboy boots on. It's like the song had finished and his hair leaping into air and slamming his feet down his like wooden floors so with proper impacts. There's other guy's hand behind his back just spinning round every now and then. I was wetting myself and then we're like walking over to the stage and there's like these women walking over going, what, what are you doing? Like, location scout, we've got permission from the governor. And he's like, oh, what, what are you actually doing though? It's like, well, we're looking somewhere to film. Filming here, sort of thing. He's like, yeah, we're going to f- do a short film, sort of thing. Then there was a, they went back into the other lounge. We're having a chat, and the old one of the old guys comes out, the funny one. He's got a cab waiting for him. <laughs> and he's going, uh, saying to dr- driver, he's like, go on, driver, put your foot down, Rambo's on. <laughs> and me and him are wetting ourselves. Oh. See, they're the, they're the great days. Where are those days gone? It's all just full of people. Well, it's, it's transformed into mooch. It's transformed into mooch. What a yeah. great one. It has, and we are now a little older, more wiser, and... Damn, better looking. <laughs> Same skilled. Same skilled, yeah, yeah. But we we can just cover it up with more yeah. of in there. But I was going to say before I forget, there's the some of the the short, the old short, Odin short films. They were fucking awful. Some of them. Oh yeah, though. And there's they the got... filmed on the camera phone, which made no sense. It's like a guy walking along buying flowers, and he's pouring milk, and he's pouring whiskey, and then he's putting the flowers on the table, and there's a guy asleep. And then nothing, nothing happens, and then something else happens, and you can see his Odie in uniform. And so. it was one, it was like the second yeah. year because Dave, Dave got the DVD first. He texted me saying, "You need to watch oh, this yeah, one." Oh yeah, I remember you. Yeah, you got to get to see him, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was informed by that, and I was like, "Yeah, I got to see." And I was like, "Really? This is what they consider competition?" I know there's one that Dave loves. So. Which one? Customer service. Oh, that's no, that's me. Oh, you didn't yeah, like it. Misery Shopper, oh, I loved it. Oh, mis- no, no, you didn't like it, did you? I was like, not too keen. There's bits I didn't like in it, but he was Scottish. <laughs> he didn't <laughs> like it, but there was the, the, the one called the Manual of Flowers, which is awful. Yeah. The one with the, the guy is pouring milk and whiskey in that. There was one from the previous year where the girl's like, the girl is in a bra on the floor behind the retail counter going, I'm drunk. Yeah. Didn't that sort of. Didn't that get an award or something? There was one that was really terrible, where she got like best actress or something. It and wasn't that one. It was the following year. I think they did like a brilliant one, yeah. where she's talking about like um, having a kid or something. It's like saying, "Oh, you're only 15," and then she like lamps her in the stomach at the end. I'm like, <laughs> shit. Where did you get the pineapple bit in? <laughs> I oh, I was... remember the line as well with the pineapple. Um, what was? It? Oh. I say that and then say no it wasn't that one was it it was like oops oh no I'm trying to remember because I remember the line in it like I bet you didn't see that coming or something or something stupid like that was it from like the sound of music or something no that was Tramageddon you had after all tomorrow's another day uh, I can't remember I said I remember you have to watch it back you have to watch it back Tramageddon <laughs> So um, yeah, yeah. The misery shop boy stood out for me, but then there was that there was that one with the girl in the bra, mm. and because I remember the team leader came over, he walked over to me, he's like sort of it's looking up on the floor, and he just goes, "You are very drunk." He's like really finger pointing everything, like finger wagging. He's like, "You need to go home." And he's like, "How bad are you?" Uh-huh. The last the security guard. Hey, which one was that? 
but it was on the DVD. So everybody kept shooting each other. At one point, the security man came in, held up a gun, and went, Hey, what's going on? It just didn't work. Oh, that's I amazing. slightly remember that one. Best bit in the film. Best, really, that's the best really thing. It was because it brought that whole bit. It was like the Holy Grail where he's like running from a distance and he just yeah. sort of runs past the two guards. He goes, Hey! Hey! <laughs> <laughs> hey! You slow down, you. <laughs> so, Coxie. Have we got. So, yeah, um, I going to say, we've moved on to Ron Mooch TV. Oh, we've, well, we've not highlighted it. We've, well, we've flickered yeah. through. We mentioned it. We've mentioned Mooch TV. TV. That's all we have so to do. So, it's you and Dave. Yeah. And what's what's the plan for Mooch TV? What's uh, the, what actually we'll start? What's the goal for Mooch TV? What's the goal for Mooch TV? Mooch TV. The goal I love to say is, I would say, me personally, how I want it dire- the direction to go in is, I want it to get recognised more for a proper production, um, and for Dave and I to just be to set what we started to do and just get it noticed um, and actually do this for a living. We've actually discussing today as well where, you know, we're not just doing it for a bit of fun. We are doing it as a business. It started out as a bit of therapy for Dave and I because we had, like, personal stuff. But we've actually now, like, said, you know what, we can go do this. Um, we've both got experience and, you know, life knowledge and education. And it's just like, you know what, it's it really just helps and there's an idea. All right, Peter Pan. <laughs> so I had to say he's got his hands on his hips. Um, but I just think it works. And I think if people just, you know, all you got to do is click and like and subscribe, you know, there's a lot more coming to us. But, you know, there's just times, you know, we put a lot of effort in and it doesn't seem like, they, you know, Dave and I both work full time. Yeah. I mean, Dave just did like 40 hours in what, four days. I mean, yeah. And I've just done He's not even gone to bed yet and he's editing one of our videos. Yes, I'm editing right now because I'm not here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I say, I've just done there 40 hours in three days. And like I said, I've done my radio show this morning, did the filming with you three, and now I'm doing this podcast, and that's that's how passionate I am. It's like I say, I'm shattered, I've not even slept properly, but that's it, and we want to do more live events, interviews, and just do what we want to do. Like I say, we've got, not, we've got things uh, set up, but I don't want to, we can't really go into, because we don't want to give, it's top secret, but it's not just a fly-by thing, it really isn't. Yeah. You're looking into my eyes, Coxie. I like it. Are you trying to read into? <laughs> I like it. You're not. They're locked in. The mooch, the mooch tank's locked. We hear the Dave cave, so it's all right. Yeah, it's all right. They're in my house. I'm not here. Man is sleepy. Yeah, there's a Michael cave in the corner. Shut up, see, Bob, and eat yogurts. <laughs> Told you, you're not allowed to make vampire until you eat yogurts. But we are looking to do like um, more of the presenting side and interviewing. But it's just, I'm saying, the amount of videos we're done and like saying how it's well, there, I, I love it. I really do. And I'm. So we've done for six months now. Yeah. Six months. Six months. And that's it. No, I'd say, because we've got the first bit where we started it and like yeah, saying. We did a pilot, that's not really straight. We'll show it. And then we went to uh, the small days of Christmas. Mm. No, I know, and then I was saying about the Halloween bit and everything, and you know, we are planning ahead and we've got summer bits. And but the good thing is, while like Dave's like joined on the radio show, so we're doing a radio show together now, mm-hmm. uh, as well as doing that and the events that we've been doing. Um, and like saying, we've got things in the pipeline that we, you know, we're 
investing into ourselves and everything. So we've got our own equipment, or filming-wise, and plus we've got our own equipment. I thank you. Um, but like I was saying, it it really just take a lot of effort in, and it's not yeah. just a case of like flyby, but it's just given something to you know to work for. I mean, we we we're getting we do get noticed as well. We're you know, and like saying we get. Would you like Moose TV? <laughs> <laughs> no. But we do, don't we? Because we've done like things for the right reviews. I mean, we got contacted back for the Star Wars. Just yeah, yes, yeah, go on. Yeah, you get involved. I want my co-star here as well. Oh, it's all about you. No, hey, well, well, it, well you're here. <laughs> it was about me, now it's about Mooch, so that's yeah. why you include. Oh, okay. ladies and gentlemen, Dave Hughes. Hiya! Hello. 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 Welcome Hello. to my, the Dave Cave. Yeah. yeah. You've been here for a while, obviously. Yeah, so I've been here. Even though you're at home listening. Yep. So. <laughs> been here right now there. But, <laughs> but, I mean, would you agree, Dave? Every, every word you've said. Every word you've said. Oh, you charmer. But yeah. I same when we got for the, the Star Wars, didn't we? Yeah, we got calls back for the you know the reviews yeah. on the Star Wars. Um, so I was still impressed with that. Yeah. People were dressed up in fantasy dress and people were wearing t-shirts and people even they were approachable, weren't they? It was on the lads with the uh, the bookie yeah. on. We walk in and I've got the stupid thing and he goes, Hey you two interview, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not then? <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah. I had a uh, Darth Vader Christmas jumper on. Yeah. That was it. Because that's what we did, didn't we, Dave? We were doing 12 days of Christmas, and then Dave and I went uh, Christmas jumper shopping. Yeah. And then we went... It was I like dedicated, we were. Yeah, we went to where I still got them, and came back and did a few more episodes. Yeah, cool. That's where we were. I was asked today if... Um, I was talking to somebody, and they said, do you think it's a vanity thing? And I said, well, I don't really like looking at myself. I said, no, it's, I think it's more therapy at the minute. Yeah. Because you said it yourself a few minutes ago... Um, We've been in dark places, mm-hmm. and uh, we're trying to we're trying to find something to do. And this, at the minute, it's been a bit therapy. But now, now it's been noticed, and people say, oh, "I like this Mooch TV." Um, I think we're going somewhere now because it has got a bit of an interest. I know mean, we're still finding our feet. I mean, like yeah, yeah. it just went on for you know. I would say I was I was in a dark place, and you know I didn't tell David anything, and it was just a case of. It was just like, stick a camera on, okay. And I think that's when, if you look back on what we're talking about, we're talking about memories. Yeah. Because we're holding on to memories. That's why I think 12 Days of Christmas worked, because it was more happy time memories instead of mm. what's going off now. Because that Christmas was shit for me. Yeah. And New Year, and now it's only there's a light at the tunnel for me at the minute. I'm, I'm, I'm back again. Um, and like with Dave, so, you know, we've there's, there's loads for us, you know, to be pushing on. But we're not just... I think, yeah, I think if people think vanity, it's just because you're thinking that's why, oh, we've just got the camera. But, I mean, when we're doing the interviews and we're trying to do yeah. the charity events and, like, saying we've got, we can't go into what we're doing. But yeah. that's where you'll see that we're not, it's not about us. It's about what we want to do. Because yeah. at the end of the day as well, we want to do it for Blackpool because yeah. it's always like there isn't anything. And, like, they're cutting so much with arts because that's the one thing I'm passionate about is, you know, the arts and charity. Yeah. yeah. And the Blackpool Council are cutting everything. So what, how are we supposed to move on? And then what do people say? Oh, well, you know, there's n- you know nothing, because Dave and I do the extra work and the filming, so we have to travel. Yeah. And then you say to people, oh, where are you based? Oh, Blackpool, yeah. And, they, you know, they'll do the odd episode of Carnage Street, they'll do the odd little thing, and they're gone. Yeah. So what happens for the other times of the year? Where do people go? They want to do acting. There isn't anything. Sure, you know, sure. well, there are some acting classes, bits and bobs. I'm not saying there's nothing there. Yeah. But it's not... Rightly known because everyone's like, oh, it's going to move to Manchester. 
Yeah. There's also, just to finish with it, because I need to carry on editing, boys and girls, um, we are saying cutting stuff. Mm. Blackpool Council have cut more stuff that involves me and, let's just say, my health. Um, and I think I'll be bringing that up on future Mooch episodes. I don't want to say any more, because no. it's a spoiler, but we'll talk about it again in one of your future casts. But um, I like to sort of turn things around and sort of improve myself so yeah. I can help other people mm, that's with the help about. of other people like Chris and people on the foul course so but like I said I don't want to really dwell on it and talk about it because let's see how it progresses but mm-hmm. it that I'll be an exciting avenue definitely and you know meeting new people but like I said meeting new people anyway which have helped with the charities it's, it's good well if you look at it as well that when we started just you and I and now we've got Coxie on board we've got Christ and you know there's other people that they you know you want to be part of it yeah. <laughs> that's Christian by the way everybody if you're not quite sure who Christ is right. <laughs> we're not talking we've got Jesus <laughs> and they've even got we had Mike involved but people are watching yeah. the videos and yeah. they're saying like that going you know talking about like the west coast and like, oh I love you you've watched the other one yeah but that's it. We're finding our feet. So if everyone can be patient and, you know, just comment back, you know, we're still finding our feet and we're saying that's how you do it. You know, yeah. it's only when you, you do actually find your niche and find everything. It's like yeah. when we said before, you know, you asked me, I was just finding my niche. I was just yeah. doing the exact I same thing. I appreciate any feedback from it. Yeah. Nobody seems to comment up. Only now and now say, oh, that was good. Yeah. That's a bit of bad and all, just so we can know where if we're going in the right direction. Well, we're not worried about bad commentary as long as it's constructive and yeah, not yeah. just your shit. I'm like, well, thanks yeah. very much. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me to shit on your driveway or something. Yeah. Have you never heard of Rive today? Have you? Well, let's see. <laughs> 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 well, what do you think of the program? Uh, what do you mean you can't put a burger between Rive eaters? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that like your camera pan division? Okay, I get the message. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll see you in a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dave Hughes. It's gonna. So um, you can't. You said you've got some top secret stuff in the works. Anything you can talk about? Keep in uh, mind, it'll probably go out like next week. So anything. Okay. Um, yeah, because no like one, no one ever wants to hear that. There's something that we're like saying. The only thing I can say is that Dave and I were discussing today, um, just um, while obviously the music playing on the uh, the radio show. Or you get a chance to have a quick chin wipe. Yeah. Um, we are we are putting together something that's going to recognise us, but is also going to recognise, you know, basically talent around, more like musicians and everything on there. Um, and that's what we want to do. We want to create something that's going to make an awareness as well as that and the charities, where we're going to say, you know, it's not about us. We're not vanity. We we just want to kind of help. Um, I say that more, um, more like I think we. I'd, I'd like to go into the bit that I'm going to go into is my uh, short plays, and kind of like I was saying before, like the goons. I yeah. want to go into that like radio, like scripted bits, so like doing the sound like effects a radio and everything. Play. Yeah, like a radio play exactly, and that's what I want to do. And I know. Oh. Uh, yeah. No. Someone. Sorry, Liz. We had a knock. I think there's someone at the door. So radio plays, things like that. Yeah, because um, I know um, Dave's interested in them as well. Um, but what we'd like to do as well is we'll always be Mooch as the brand. Yeah. Um, but 
with well, I sometimes do like side projects because I know um, Dave likes to do his parts as well as I do mine. Mm-hmm. So something that we'd like to get involved, and that's where I want to kind of get people in, where I, w- I want to create um, a bit more of a fun factor of it. So you get people. I know that um, some people are like ready to, you know. So I like to get involved in that. Um, and just kind of do it that way and just bring it back alive a bit sort of thing so it's not always just like saying it's having to be in front of the camera I feel comfortable in front of the camera um, but I also like to be behind the camera and this is where the different directions obviously speaking to Christian as well and himself and everything like saying do some comedy shorts yeah. you know like I've got some ideas for that as he well he an idea yesterday <laughs> yeah <laughs> of the, we did the chilli eating on the episode five or whatever he's like oh, i've got just listen to your story i've got a good idea for that for like something like involving chili yeah <laughs> well that's good and that's that's the great thing is and this is where you know it's nice i mean like before you know you you know you, it, you say obviously before what november none of us were doing any of this were we that's it it's for me it had been i'd looked at it sort of from like about april last year but it was sort of i need to it's like, well, I can find the kit. I can get, easily get a mic. It's just, what do I talk about? And, yeah. And I, sort of, I saw this kit come up, and it's like, well, right, I can buy this. I sort of know what I'm doing. Well, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to go for it anyway. But I just sort of started... I got this program, Audacity. Started, I put a song in and started pissing them out, editing it and fading, cutting, whatever. And that's just sort of how I've learned to edit. But that's it, but it's really good, and that's it. That's the only best way in, like, saying you... Um, I think that's the nice thing is instead of like you know before I used to did say quite a lot oh you know people say oh, what do you do oh, well, you know I'm, I'm freelance I do this I've got some yeah. I know you know when you say freelance and then then people say oh what you done and then you kind of just find yourself trapped in a bit of well I'm working a lot at the minute and I'm doing this at the minute and I'm doing that and you know it, it can be tiring but it, it doesn't matter it's you know it's it's more fun doing this way you know, like say, I tried to try and balance um, not working and doing this more, but the problem is, is the pressure then at the money side. Yeah. So it felt like I couldn't concentrate. It was more stressful the other way. So I, I went back to this way. I went back to full time work, and now I'm, I'm balancing as well. But like I say, hitting the gym as well, and now like saying we've got some projects that Dave's talking about as well. Like saying there's like some big goals you know ahead so you know we've, we've been doing this now for six months and so my, my, my con goal a t-shirt yeah <laughs> or a business card maybe but <laughs> well that's it but why not but at the end of the day what's you know what stops people having that and then we're in discussing like saying you were there today as well what we're going to be looking into purchasing mm-hmm. to and yeah like i saying, just want people to see but at the end of the day it's just you know start a little bit and you think okay this is this is working and you know, at the end of the day, if we all do this and it doesn't take off as big as we think it might or we'd like it to really, then I know that I can say I've done it. Yeah. And that's it. And the main thing is, is it's not valid. we always have the videos on YouTube. Exactly. And so. I'm doing it, for, you know, we do it for ourselves as well as doing it for, you know, like Blackpool. And that's why we want to do it. You know, it started out as an idea. You know, Dave and I were talking about it and I said, you know, we keep talking about it and we just sat down we went through and what could be a name what could be this what could be that and we thought well we'll give it a go and now it's there and I know sometimes it, it can be you know people like look at the videos and yeah you know it's not many hits but everybody has to start out And but that doesn't worry me you know in the day it's getting, getting the contacts and getting something that's interesting and saying 
you know what it's got there and it's it's just nice and it you know it's nice when you've had a bit of a bad day and um you know when i'm at work you know and you say to someone and you go let's oh, check these videos out it's just nice it's a nice little boost as well yeah. especially because where you know where you work people just pigeonhole you mm-hmm. and say oh you're just doing that so you're obviously yeah. not doing anything and it used to bother me first of all so but now i it doesn't if like i always say if people are happy working in the job and it's good that they're working that's fine you know but for me i enjoy working but i just want something a little bit more from life and yeah. i don't want to be greedy i don't i'm not really worried about anything there i just want i just want to make the world smile that's always what i want to do i enjoy making people laugh i enjoy watching people laugh and if i can be part of that that's great that's all i want to do you know turning a bad situation to a good because i can go to work and I, you know if i'm not making everybody laugh then i feel like i failed yeah, I mean, there's days where you can go into work and you're just not in the mood. That's it. Yeah. Good days and bad days. Exactly. Or good days and bad days. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's why not? Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then, like saying, you know, doing this, it's just nice. You know, like saying, because I don't live with my family, and so when they ask me when I go go down, it's just nice to be. Well, oh, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. Um, instead of just like, yeah, I'm just doing that. What else? Got up, went to work, came home, went to bed. Yeah, and that's it. I ate a sandwich. Yeah, <laughs> but that's it. Like I can say that for the days at my work. Like say for the past three days I've been at work, but now I know that Thursdays I'm busy doing that, and then Friday, and if Dave said we've got something on, we've got something on. Yeah. So that's it. And then you've very kindly invited me onto your podcast, which I'm touched about, and I'm enjoying it. Cool. It's very nice, and I'm, I'm proud of you, mate, because you know you've said about it, and you know now you're doing your dream. Mm-hmm. So. It's good. It's a year-long dream. <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter, mate. It can be a year-long, ten-year, but as long as you're doing it, instead of it, it's better that you're doing it instead of you sitting here for another t- it two years. It's like collecting dust. Going, I, might, I might start it next week. Or you've never bothered purchasing <laughs> it because yeah. you pay for this equipment and that's it, but people realise it's one. <laughs> but then it's all my, my parents to paid for it so they funded my dream <laughs> well that's it so. your parent, but at the end of the day you've had the idea but like I said it's not being gathering dust it's very clean it's, I try my best <laughs> shining beautifully and uh, that's not just because it's just first day out of the packaging because you've got to check out his other podcasting so but that's it it's nice as well to be associated with people that are on the same wave level you know and that's it and that's how you make the contacts and artists Artists, yeah, and that's it. At the end of the day, for curating. I was going to say creating freedom then, <laughs> with the freedom to create. Even yeah. that's what I meant to say. But to say where I was, like saying in the, like the end of last year, Jesus Christ, you know, any people close to me know. To where I am now, it's like not to quote a partridge, but I will. But I bounce back. <laughs> <laughs> I bounce back. <laughs> What's this Go book about, Michael Finger? Finger? What's this book about? It's about this man who, like, right, was on TV and then he lost his show and lost everything. And then, about that sounds depressing, Michael. So you just want the petrol? No. <laughs> Hands up. Give me your petrol. <laughs> and that's it. And you know, at the end of the day, it's it's a big part. And so you've got to start somewhere. Someone has to start yeah, somewhere. You know, you got your talkers and you got your your, your workers. Yeah. So and that's it. I might break out the song in a minute. <laughs> Anything else you want to add? Um, I just want to just say that, you know, just for everyone that who has been supporting us as well, that I really do appreciate it. And that's just obviously people subscribing, watching the videos. Uh, I want to thank Dave, because with not Dave on there as well, you know what I mean? He helped me out of Rooks as well. So a big I tend to him. And you go and give me a, a five for Coxie as well, because you've been supporting the dream as well. And 
um, I really want this podcast doing so you better be listening and if you're listening in another country how do I sound and uh, everyone has weird accents apparently oh I do well, I'm mixed too mixed of uh, on there but I really just want to say so if and anyone out there if they're twiddling the thumbs and they're like hey I don't know if to do it do you know what go out and do it because I've I've hit my marks and everything that I want to do in film bits and everything and I get good features and everything so hey if you're listening to this pod and going I don't know how to find out and there's a way exactly definitely exactly and like you think oh no one's going to be bothered doesn't matter it's your dream your dream can't be achieved if you carry on sleeping wake up and live the dream don't sleep the dream quote plug your social medias Uh, well you can follow us David on our Dave just join me for this last bit Oh, right, okay. Sorry. It, I'm going to bring back Dave for this one, because this is... I'll just put the body with me. I'll take that. There we go. There we go. I'll, I'll <laughs> so we're all a plug-in. Um, we're going to plug all our parts on there. Social oh, media. Right. Oh, right. Social media. So we can, first of all, follow us on Instagram. Oh, yes. Uh, at Mooch TV UK. You can also follow us on our Facebook page. At www.facebook.com slash TV. and you can also follow us of course and please click subscribe and like on um, YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. YouTube I was just thinking about Twitter because you can take your pick you can go for can go on the Chris at, at Mooch TV Chris or you can go for me at Mooch TV Dave You've got everyone there but I think like I say we want to just say thank you and you, you stick with us and we're going to be uh, giving more and more. And I uh, just want to say thanks. I'm getting all emotional. So an emotional time here. Great, got the tissues. <laughs> I've used them. He's not, not this pack, though. Super, oh, super soft. Oh, and bro sheets. Ten pack. Look at that. Tender and handy. Why is it stuck to your hand? <laughs> David, have you used this one already? I say, that was Emma's. I'll leave that one alone. The rest are gone. Oh, <laughs> matron! <laughs> but no, that's it. So, mission. That's um, a sticky situation. Mission, it's a sticky situation. Uh, but I'd like to actually put this one to you, Coxie. Sorry. I, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Sorry, moving on. I'm leaving that in. I'm still thinking of sticky. No, it's sticky, Vicky. Um, oh, do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> I'll beat that. <laughs> Yeah, you can beat that, but do you remember her? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh no. do you remember when we went to Newcastle? I didn't go. Oh. For the wrestling? Yeah. I went to Manchester with you. No, Sheffield. No, Manchester. No, I Sheffield. It was Sheffield, weren't it, for yeah, the Sheffield. wrestling? Yeah, you, we didn't, she didn't what, what, but she went to Newcastle with She did, yeah, because she got... I can't. She got upset. No. Yeah. We'll I'm, talk about this off the air. Yeah, we'll right. talk about it off the air. Remember oh, time. I'll, I'll have to cut this bit. long first. Yeah, cut that bit. But what do you, what do you remember of wrestling? In Sheffield, one. Um, Ricky Hatton. Really? I think I the first. Well, Ricky Hatton was there. No, 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 yeah, of course, but who actually put the memory forevermore in your mind? Who have you come to see? Oh, uh, Honey Monster. <laughs> Out of everyone there, DX, the team, Ricky Hatton, I've come to see the Honey Monster. <laughs> what? It so was, it was a Bob moment. Oh, right. <laughs> Straight away. Um, but what I was going to say to you, Coxie, is you're interviewing everyone. Yes. Down the line, I'd like to interview you, if that's okay, to find out the real Coxie. Yeah, I think that can be 
possible. It will happen in the future. Lovely. I'd like a, a cigarette, okay. glasses, and welcome to the Coxie Hour. A glass of cognac and smoking jacket. Definitely. Well, a lovely. It up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Clink and clang. We'll get some mood lighting and some oh, mood. Or some mooch lighting. Some, yeah, mooch lighting. Some mooch lighting. <laughs> Every day of the week. So thank you very much for having me on your show, Sir Coxie. Sir Coxie are there. Uh, before I go, can I just do five things? Speaker never says this. You shall not listen to anything else but Cox's podcast, you little hobbits. Original Duke Faces, listen to Cox's podcast, it's the best in the world. He's the hip hop yo yo podcast daddy yo. This is Doubtfire's Down with the Kids. On I'm Michael Kane. And so, boom. Listen to Cox's show every night. Because it's the best in the world of podcast. Coxie cast. Moots cast. Lovely. Moots cast. That's right, dear. Moots cast. Ooh, Coxie, you wicked monkey. <laughs> touching me on my leg, dear. I'm losing the world. I do. Do do. Do. So, for the last start of... Co- uh, you mean... I'll say that again. For the last start of podcasting, slash moochcast, for the last start Give me my friends! I like very much the Coxie's podcast! <laughs> where's, my, where's my gun? <laughs> um, yeah, again. <laughs> you know it'd be wacky, <laughs> wouldn't it? For the last start of podcasting, I've been Coxie. And I've been this guy here sitting next to him. <laughs> Mr. Senior Chris Cassidy. You've been listening. Thank you very much. And thank you. <laughs>